Good afternoon, Nevada, and my fellow Nevadans. I'm standing here before you today because as the situation develops, we must evolve with it. We must grasp the gravity of the reality that we find ourselves in as we battle our invisible enemy, COVID-19. This is a pandemic of devastating proportions, and we need to respond with the appropriate decisive measures. Nevada Governor Steve Sisolak says the picture is grim but hopeful as the Silver State deals with fallout from COVID-19. Here in Reno, we've seen restaurants, bars, and casinos shuttered. Now, the governor is saying that if a business is not essential, it may face criminal penalties if it does not immediately close. On March 5th, we had our first presumptive positive case of COVID-19. On March 17th, when I urged businesses to close their doors, we had 64 cases. Today, we have now skyrocketed to 109 cases. Our positives have gone up 70% in three days, and one of our own Nevadans has died. For This Week in Reno News, I am your host, Bob Conrad. Health and medical experts have said the recommendations are clear. COVID-19 is far more dangerous to the elderly and those with health conditions. Most who contract the virus may not ever know it, nor will they experience major symptoms. More than 11,000 people have died to date, and more than a quarter million cases have been reported. The only way to reduce the impact of the virus is for humans to avoid contact with one another. Here's Reno Mayor Hillary Sheevy. When we practice social distancing and follow the guidelines that have been been provided, we will stop the spread of this disease and we will rebuild our communities together. The impact of businesses facing closure remains to be seen. What is clear is that with increasingly vacant buildings, law enforcement has stepped up patrols. Washoe County Sheriff Darren Balaam spoke at a recent press conference. You'll notice that we've placed you all six feet apart from each other. You also notice that we've increased the space between us behind the podium. We thought it was important to do a press conference in person and show you that we are united in responding to the COVID-19. And we wanted the residents of Washoe County to know we are prepared. So we are doing it with social distancing. We know that many members of our community may be feeling anxious and scared and will most likely be finding themselves home much more than ever before. I would encourage you to take this time to take care of one another. Look out for one another. And remember, we are all in this together. With the number of businesses in our community that are now closed, we have increased the number of patrols throughout the entire community. Additionally, I have asked the public previously, and I will ask you again today. If you are experiencing influenza-like symptoms and you find yourself in need of emergency services, if it does not immediately jeopardize your safety, Please let the 911 call taker know if you or someone you are with is experiencing influenza-like symptoms. We have a re reduction in this, so uh, that's why, again, all law enforcement, uh, we're collaborating together. We're going to be doing just like when we've had uh, other critical incidents where we've uh, unified. 
We've sent our patrols out, so we will be looking at those businesses and making sure that we protect them uh, and reassuring the community that we have their best interests and safety at heart and their businesses that will be closed down. Governor Steve Sisolak had stern warnings this week. He said federal support is limited, and in order to reduce the spread of the coronavirus, human contact must be minimized. And like other states, we don't have enough test kits to know the full scope. Test results are only a snapshot of how many tests are completed. They do not account for all those that are likely walking around with this virus who don't even know it because they aren't showing symptoms yet. And despite countless calls and around-the-clock work to push for and even beg the federal government for additional test kits and supplies, the Nevada Division of Public and Behavioral Health received a notice yesterday that all of Nevada's requests to the federal government regarding drive-through swab testing pods, swab test kits, and testing reagent kits are on an indefinite backlog without any estimate of a timeline for delivery. He also said businesses could face criminal charges if they remain open. Previously, I asked non-essential businesses to close, close their doors to the public. I am no longer asking them to do that. I am directing all non-essential businesses to close. I repeat, if you are not an essential business, I'm using my power as governor under an emergency declaration to order you to close. I'm signing a new emergency directive, the third I've signed since declaring the state of emergency. This emergency directive has specific regulations and will be available to all immediately after these remarks. There should be no confusion, and there's none in my mind. This is not the time to try to find loopholes. If your business is not essential to providing sustenance, and for the everyday safety, health, and well-being of Nevadans, you must shut down. As we close out the first week that businesses have been ordered to close, I went downtown to see how our community was experiencing the fallout from COVID-19. Here's some of what I saw. Yeah, so the 4th Street station is closed. Um, I mean, it's open for uh, transit. The buses are still operating, but RTC did close the buildings and the service windows. There's two security guards kind of hovering over some guy, looking pretty tense. People are definitely not adhering to social distancing. Some are, some are not. That's it for this week in Reno News. Please keep in mind that any reporting on COVID-19 is bound to change. Check thisisreno.com for the latest in COVID-19 news in the Reno area. And stay healthy. For KWNK Community Radio, I'm Bob Conrad from thisisreno.com.